Spoiler alert. Hey everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, or day by day, until the end of time. And James, I'm ready to dive into this one all, all right, about well, get- a girl who is from a big city or another this dimension. This is the story of a girl who crossed dimensions and drowned the whole world. Right. Even though she may trample my roses, I and throw a knife at another man <laughs> through his chest. But down now. You know, Anyways. you know that classic song. Yeah. See the the, uh, the you know the uh, British occupied India version of that song was very different. Colin, today we are talking about. Uh, Ms. Marvel. It's another Ms. Marvel pickup. In fact, uh, it is the last Ms. Marvel pickup before we join Ms. Marvel on the timeline. Crazy, man. Yeah. It's the Ms. Marvel like landed directly behind the Timeline Scavengers Marvel Cinematic Universe uh tractor trailer that we've been driving for all these months. And we had to stop and just like come on like sort of trot out over there and sort of toss a couple in and then like the rest are ahead of us. It's a lot like uh Spider-Man 1 in a way, right? What's happening is we're the bus. Right. And I'm talking talking Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh we're driving the bus and come on, Con's like, "Oh god, I'm late. I'm late yeah. to 1942. Hey, stop the bus." Like hitting the side of the thing. You know, yeah. everyone's like, "Hey, hey, let you know, let yeah. them all con on, but yeah. Also, exactly. they're going, why are you in jeans? What the fuck is that? It's yeah. 1942. Yeah. You're a woman. Anyway. You know, they commented more on her pants in modern day yes. than they, anyone did in anyway. The, here, again, I'm going to, we'll get into it, but I genuinely feel like somehow no one could see her. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like only her relatives could see her. And I right. think that's through the magic of the bangle and like the gin blood, essentially, you yeah. know. Um, oops, sorry. Cats out of the bag, Jim. Um, vision. Vision. All right. So we are talking about Ms. Marvel Season 1, Episode 5. You're going to start at 420 and nice. end at 69. No, I'm joking. End at 7 minutes and 36 seconds. Here's what happens in the scene. I was very proud of my concision hey, here. Can I, can I say, though, you know what is kind of 6 minutes and 90 seconds? Is seven minutes and thirty seconds. You're not. You're. You're not wrong. You know. You're out of line. But you're not wrong. Right. Um. I. I, I was. I. I was proud of my concision, or as we now call it, concision. Um. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Aisha is sleeping in a field when she is wakened by a stick poking her. Remember the stick? Yeah. Remember yesterday, the stick. She grabs the stick and is suddenly awake and threatening Hassan. She is mistrustful and hostile. He is calm and easygoing. How's he do? He offers her help, but she refuses. 
He tells her that his cottage has food and a place to rest and walks away. I mean, yeah. she Basically, she's like, no. And he's like, no thanks. And he's like, ah, I will offer you a second thing since you used the magic word. And she's like, what do you know of magic? And he's like, I just, it was a, it's a politeness thing. Right. Um, <laughs> he's like, have you ever heard of politeness? She puts the bangle on and says, please. And it, she just disappears into the other universe. Um, they didn't say the right words. Oh, no, that's a, that's a, that's a no way home joke. I just realized that they actually did do that. Mm-hmm. Um, please handle this. Mm-hmm. Multiverse bullshit. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, that night, Aisha decides to go take him up on his offer. He gives her food and asks her what her name is and where she's from. She doesn't answer. He asks what brings her to his doorstep, and she says she likes the roses. He is pleased by this and asks which is her favorite. Then he says that she reminded him of his favorite poem. He starts to recite it, and she interrupts him by telling him her name. Anything to stop him from reciting poetry. <laughs> Listen, I get that emotion a lot. Listen, just we're going to get to it, but Rumi is like the shortest, like 30 second songs of poetry. Like her attention span is absolutely. She, she's like, just I'm like from the era of looking at TikTok. <laughs> she's just like, swipe, swipe. I'm moving on. If our podcast gets popular enough, people will start making roomy TikToks, and I will love that. Uh, it'll be like, it'll be like, oh, uh, we're out of milk. What do you think about that, roomy? And it'll go over to a person in the corner just reading a poem by roomy, but it'll be like roommate and roomy. Anyways, here's the rest of the synopsis. So he puts his hand to his chest, which is trademark. trademark for one, you get a trademark sting. Trademark. Uh, And he tells her his name. So, uh, Colin, anything about this scene uh, that jumped out at you before we do my minuscule research and our brand, Echo, brand new segment? Ooh. To me, when he starts reciting poetry, and she's immediately like, uh... This is, I guess, cute, but I'm going to go back to the thing. So I'm going to go back in conversation and actually answer that because that's better than this moment or whatever, right? To me, again, I was like, wow, I've witnessed this exact conversation on like different college quads across America. Right. Every day. All the guys that are like, well, maybe if I recite some... Uh, some, you know, Robert Frost for you. And she's like, my name is Jennifer. What the fuck do you want? Like, you know, it's just like. <laughs> Make that the road not taken, Scott. <laughs> and he's like, but it was all for. <laughs> she just puts a hand up. She's like, I do not want to hear it. Um, hold on one second. I, I, there's Wonder Years lyrics that I need to. Um, I'm fucking losing my head trying to understand this. Kids outside with guitars hoping for someone to notice. No one wants to hear your sappy bullshit. Yeah. From the first uh, Wonder Years full-length album, The Upsides. Excellent album. First song. And so he you know, starts to try to get to know her, and she's like, I really need this food, but I don't know if I can really trust this guy. And then he's like, let me read you a poem. And she's like, oh, he's actually a soft... Like, he's a soft boy. Like... No. I just want to really clarify just how soft he is. Recite his favorite, favorite poem. poem. Like, I don't need yeah. no books. No, we don't need any of that. I have it up here on the dome. Yeah. Uh, which is what Hassan called uh, his uh, the 
external hard drive. <laughs> no, th- those are the Eternals you're thinking of. Um, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. yeah. That would be Wrong. the Eternal hard drive. <laughs> I am uh, Icarus. Anyway, so that that's all I've got. So it, let's get into the brand new segment, James. Well, uh, I have a couple of things before we get into oh, the I brand new segment. I'm so sorry. Well, I said that I have. I just have. A, I just have a couple of, of quick, uh, little, short research things. Oh, oh you you did mention your research. I I I did actually forget that. Sorry. Um. So I I write down things that I want to research when I'm watching the scene, and then I fill out the thing later. I do that with my movie minutes, whatever. So the first thing I wrote down was roses, and I have nothing next to that because the the research that blossomed before me Colin, <laughs> okay was a bit thorny okay that's worse um it's so much like i i it was like oh i'll just i'll just do a, a quick little research on water and then you go and look and you're like holy crap like frogs and you're like what there's like one frog what did you specifically look up i mean because i guess that's what i'm trying to figure out so like like, roses did you say roses okay yeah Yeah. that's what i figured and like i found that there was a guy that basically made some breeds of roses in india like back in like right around this time so Mm -hmm. that confirmed Roses in India for sure, but then I was I was looking and it was like yeah like rosehip tea and like they put like right. it makes sense that they have roses in India that's whatever. The I'm gonna skip my second thing that I wrote down because that's part of our brand new segment, um, and go and I just want to recite my favorite uh, Rumi poem to you real quick and then we'll get going. Um, no, uh, so actually I did go ahead look, no go ahead go ahead and give me your favorite Rumi poem. All right. Uh, the, the poem is called Out Beyond Ideas. Okay. You're going to interrupt and cow me, and I just, I just can see it in your eyes like a viper ready to strike. Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet Con- you there. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, What's weird, so Rumi is a poet that was around in the 14th century in modern-day Saudi Arabia. Okay. So these poems are, uh, check notes, old as hell. So <laughs> well, I like not... the scientific you know, declaration here. Yeah. Um, this is what we in the business call old as hell. Right. Robert Frost is like, damn, that's an old poem. And we're like, damn, if Robert <laughs> Frost is saying that. Um, Robbie he's, he's super duper old. I mean, he's super dead now, but like at the time he was old. Mm. The weird thing about it is that it takes the form of like, you know, those Facebook posts that are like some quippy little quip uh, dash anonymous. And you're like, okay, well, like it takes the form of that because like there aren't like solid poems per se, but more like things that he wrote that people have like cut up into little like, you know, four line things and called the first line, like an Emily Dickinson, you know, Emily Dickinson's poems didn't have names, but they just called them. The first line is the title of the poem. Um, cause she didn't actually ever go and publish them until after she was dead. And they discovered that she had been writing all these, uh, wildly wild poems. Here's the weird thing that I wanted to talk about real quick about this poem. Okay. He re- here's what Hassan recites. Okay. When, when the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. What you seek is seeking you. Aisha. That's what he says. Right. That's right. What, what you seek is I, seeking you. I don't you. remember when she says oh it. God. So. 
Sorry. <sighs> that was unintentional. That was extra intentional. My bad. All right. I should have known when you we were like, oh, I know how she feels. I hate poetry that I was like, oh, my whole poetry segment isn't going to no, be No, I don't popular. hate poetry. It's All just right. really funny that I was trying to say, sorry, I knew that she interrupts near there, but I couldn't remember exactly where. But when I was trying to say, sorry, I didn't mean to do the joke a second time. Please continue. You're right. All but right. the so, second I did that, you started to go on. I was like, no, it's so bad. Because um, I I'll trusted you. Um, <laughs> no more. All right. So <laughs> the weird thing is that I found one source where the full poem, again, this is like th- three lines. So just when I say full poem, we're not talking like whatever. So out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and right doing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. And then one source I saw said, what you seek is seeking you. Most other sources didn't have that at all. And instead finished with this line, ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. And they don't say what you seek is seeking you at all. So I don't know if there are versions where he says what you seek is seeking you and not that third line. Or if they tacked on like a, you know, like I have a dream to the end of a different Martin Luther King speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we need to fight against this war in Vietnam. Also, I have a dream. Thank you. Good night. Like um, where it's just like a callback to a famous thing he says. Right. Y'all um, remember that one? Yeah. Get her done. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hassan says get her done. But what he means is Rumi. The R stands for Rumi. Um, <laughs> oh, Rumi is spelled R-U-M-I. I don't know if anyone... Yeah. Um, are you? Am I? Um, weird. Um, O-S-A-R. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so glad that we both went for the same joke at the same time. Uh, There's only one one joke you can go to from there, which is that I guess, one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, All right. So, um, so I thought that was weird. Okay. The only other thing I have to say is I think it's funny that he started with the second line of the poem, because out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and right doing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. I would be thinking of the woman I just met in a field too, mm-hmm. but I would probably start with why this reminds me. It reminds me of you because of this. I'll meet you out in a field. And now we go on to more stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then she's like, Aisha, and he, yeah. he's like, I didn't even do the whole thing. And you're still interrupting. And she, and he's like, Out beyond ideas. Aisha, that's just the title. Just sit down. <laughs> Let me finish. Out beyond Aisha. That is the poem he reads, which is the reason why I snagged this, uh, this uh, segment down. Uh, but when I was watching it uh, yesterday to take my notes, I realized, Colin, yeah. that for the first time in our show... As we're recording this on July 22nd, 2022, food is eaten. And we've always said that when food is eaten, mm-hmm. now fondue aside, because mm-hmm. technically that hasn't happened yet, but also that was Patreon bonus content, but food is eaten. And when we talked to Mike in the future, in the past, in the future, uh, okay. he helped us name our segment where we try the food that is eaten in the in the segment that we're watching 
Uh, the segment is called Mmm Marvelicious. On Mmm Marvelous, uh, we just talk, we eat what they're eating on screen and we talk about it. Yeah. So, what Hassan says when she comes in, remember he said, I have food and yep. a place to rest, and by a place to rest, Hassan means I will recite you poetry and grill you about who you are and where you're from. Right. Restful. Um, he's a revolutionary. He doesn't have time for idleness. Um, so the food that he's made is paratha, uh, which is a, like, I don't know if non came out of paratha or if they, or they feel very related to me they definitely in a lot of are. ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, texture wise sort of deal. Uh, and w- weirdly, I don't know why it's weird or whatever, but non feels like, of course, non. But you Paratha know, feels like, what is that? You know, can I can I tell you what I feel yeah, like the difference please. is? And like, I I I could be wrong on this because I've never actually physically myself made either of these two things. But yet. part of the thing, yeah, true. Part of the thing about Paratha is that it's multi-layered. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, pieces of of this dough essentially that are. You know, grilled and you know, uh, yeah. you know, cooked together. But I feel like naan is similar to pita in this sense of like yeah. it feels yep. like one flat, almost you know, again like not quite the same, but also reminiscent of like a tortilla as right. well of this sort right. of flat singular piece. Mm-hmm. And that's also why they kind of get like that bubble sometimes right. as they're cooking and stuff like that. And like you know, you pop that and everything. Uh, I mean, you get that little like crispy bit, yeah. but like I feel like that's what that is. I feel like the difference here is a matter of sort of like singular piece of dough and 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 breading uh, versus a, this multi-layered thing. Because one of the fun things that I was thinking about was how much this reminded me of Pillsbury Grands. Okay. Yep. You know the the very flaky type of biscuit. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, uh, you know, so I was thinking about that. I mean, like, not necessarily saying that, like, oh, this is just like that. But, like, I was just thinking about how much, like, when you get one of those types of, 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 of like, biscuits, of the same way that you can, like, peel that right. and eat it in that fashion, it's the same way with this style of bread. Because, like, yeah. I was... Honestly, even right before we recorded, I actually ate the very last slice of it that I had. Yep. Uh, and I was doing the same thing of like just sort of pulling these layers apart to, to eat that instead of eating it like as if it was a tortilla or something. Like Aisha, paratha has layers. Mm. Um, so Ogres are like paratha. Exactly. Um, that's, how, that's the that's, version that DreamWorks yeah. didn't show you. For my paratha, I went to 5 Terra Authentic Indian Cuisine. And by went to, I mean on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have three different varieties of paratha. Uh, they have meti paratha, pudina paratha, and then alu paratha. And they spell it with an N. They spell it parantha, um, which I think interesting. is interesting. Yeah. yeah. But the paratha alu, or the alu paratha, as it says here, is uh, paratha with uh, like potato, like yep, spicy potato, potato in yeah. the middle of it. And Colin... I know that we've talked about this because this is a segment that we aren't going to not discuss until we until we talk because right. you and I both like food a lot. I was <laughs> very, very, very pleased with my Paratha Lou. And uh, actually, I wish that I'd gotten 
just that, or th- in fact, three, you know, replace those other two with more of that. Uh, right. It would have been just fine. Um, what was your experience? Where did you go and what did you so get? So I went to a place called Amber Spice, which is a um, Indian tandoori, uh, Pakistani, and I think I, they have some, some stuff that I think is Greek even. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they had three types of, of uh, paratha as well. Um, but not the same ones that you had. Mine had Ceylon, Ceylon, C-E-Y-L-O-N, Paratha, which is, I think, this to me is just like your traditional, right? Because there's nothing right. on it or anything like that. Uh, layered, delicate, and fluffy, unleavened flatbread. Right. Um, then aloo Paratha, unleavened flatbread with a spiced potato stuffing. Yeah. Uh, and then Lakha, maybe, uh, L-A-C-H-H-A, flaky, multi-layered, unleavened wheat flatbread okay um which i did not get that one right uh, I, you know what's interesting is that i could have sworn i had gotten aloo paratha but then when i got it it had no potato stuffing and then i looked at it and i had certainly ordered uh ceylon or uh, however you pronounce it yeah, yeah, ceylon. um yeah. so i must have thought i hit aloo uh and just somehow misclicked uh but oh, i'll tell you even even without the spiced potato stuffing the just straight paratha it it has a it, it was almost like not exactly sweet yeah but it was certainly like i guess just in the way it's prepared it is certainly not as like i don't want to say that non is necessarily dry because i feel like that's not yeah. a fair description but i'm but i just mean comparatively it's like non, crepes to pancakes like it's, yeah like non feels drier compared yeah. to parada yeah. lila said that uh it smelled like maple syrup plus uh burned because the it was a little there was a little bit it was a little bit well done especially the unfortunately especially the ones I didn't care for as much so I was like mm-hmm. <sighs> like I wish it, everything about the alu recommended itself to me but she said it smelled like maple syrup and I was like it does smell like maple That's syrup probably the 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 spices that are in yeah. the the potato yeah. which I I would imagine makes sense when you're when you're comparing different forms of like flatbreads yeah um and like I don't just mean like literal flatbread I mean like bread that is in a flat format right like an unleavened sort of situation well but i mean like you know again like a tor- tortilla to a me tortilla is not is right. not specifically the same thing as like pita is got it yeah but i mean like it to me like has a tortilla-esque mm-hmm. function to it in a way yeah. or or not function but like ugh, like appearance in a way again just sure. layered um sure. whereas like i always feel like pita and um and non have the bubbles that you kind of see right. way more from from the way that you're, uh, you know, uh, like you know, over the fire top essentially right. doing this. But like, I I really liked how this was like. Mine was um, uh, not quite as uh, considering how it's made. I was kind of expecting a little bit more well done edges. I was yeah. interested and surprised by how little crisp like you mm. know uh, uh, of flame there was i mean there was some it just wasn't as much i don't know if it's that they uh maybe don't have as large of a flame that they're doing it on um perhaps right. they aren't actually cooking it fully in the traditional way to kind of you know mass produce it maybe um i don't know what their function is because again i also ordered it online had it delivered um but yeah. it was so good i mean like i yeah. actually I'm had to I'm force myself I know, same. But I had to force myself to not eat my third slice because mine came with three slices. Yeah, same. Um, and I was like 
save the third one for the recording session. And then, of course, again, right before we hit record, I was just like, mm, what if I yeah. just ate it right now? Yeah. Uh, and mine was like, gone by 2 p.m. Like, it, I yeah. was like, and, and no way, no way. I Yeah, I had mine for dinner. So I had mine only a couple of hours before we recorded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did you you didn't get anything else, though, when you ordered uh, food, did you? I, I didn't. I, Colin, I wanted to Just because you, you got three types. I got three, right. And right, I wish which, I had. Which is a lot of bread. I wish I had. I'm currently uh, visiting Maryland again. Yeah. Uh, because I have um, a yearly gig that I do uh, at the end of July. So uh, I've come up to uh, to Maryland and I'm currently staying at my mother's house, uh, but she is on vacation. So there's like no food in the house. Mm. And so yesterday I was just like, I'm too you know, tired after all that traveling to really go much of anywhere. Um, so... When I did have to go out just for a little bit yesterday, on my way back in, I just went through a drive-thru, and that's all I had yesterday, right? Sure. But today, I was like, oh, God, I've really got to get some food, because uh, like I'm, I'm out of anything that I could eat here. Uh, and then we talked about this, and I was like, what a perfect opportunity. Yeah. So I got uh, chicken tikka masala. I got uh, some rice. Uh, I got uh, some basmati rice. Um, and the bread, the tikka masala was so goddamn good i mean like is it spicy uh not terribly so i mean like you mm. know it's like anything with with some form of um a uh, little bit of spice and stuff like that i mean like it also has like you know bell pepper and tomato base in it oh interesting um because okay. it's like a rich creamy tomato like kind of like gravy almost you know mm. um bell peppers onions um all kind of like mixed together it's not incredibly spicy uh like um, I would definitely say like, this is definitely like, and I get it right. Cause I'm, I'm feeding into this right now, but like, I think that that is definitely like a white person level of spice. The Indian ladies at my, at my old job would make me these things. I'm like, please, please not white person spice. They're like, we're going to make it white person spicy. I'm like, no, give me your level. They're like, you can't right. handle, you can't handle like, no, truth, I you know? want to give it. And then like, I think one time they did and it was delicious. So. The trivia for the IMDb for this episode says that she is eating uh, paratha and sliced mangoes. And I had been accounting for the potatoes being the yellow that I saw her eating. Ah, okay. And so I was like, okay, yellow, because it was the exact same yellow because of right. the saffron, I think, in the potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to try getting uh, paratha with uh, some sliced mangoes to try that out. So that probably I, the Ceylon paratha and yeah like a nor yeah Yeah. i might need to find another another restaurant because um they didn't have that i may have to get uh this paratha aloo some sliced mangoes and then somewhere else for ceylon paratha because god this it's calling to me right now colin i just i do really want to get that uh aloo paratha sometime soon yeah um but yeah this is this is so yeah um i'm actually i'm interested to see what our next episode uh, is like because knowing what our next episode is, I think I'm going to have a winner be this. I, I'm imagining this one's going to win out over the next one, just for my personal tastes. Uh, but is the next one was, the steak? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Like, you're, you're, I love you're a baked potato, anti-steak. but like you're anti steak. I get. I'm it. not anti steak. I just don't. You are. You think that all steak farmers in America should be shot shot and and served on a platter exactly at an outback so uh that is our inaugural episode of Mm, marvelous 
Uh, thanks again to Mike for the title. And thanks again to Mike. Mike. Uh, that is his official Timeline Scavengers name. Write it down, people. Tweet us if we don't say that next time he's on. Um, you know, uh, what's don't funny do, is that... No, hang on. Don't do that. Start tweeting us about it in, uh, in one year. Because the issue to consider here is like what I'm saying is is after 1943 because this is the pickup episode. So if you're listening to this for the first time, you're going to hear 1942 and then you're going to hear us talk right. to Mike in 1943 a couple of times. Yeah, listen where to we the don't recording date. That. Exactly. Yeah, listen to the recording date. Again, yeah. this is July 21st, 2022. Exactly. Uh, after some of those 1943 episodes. Exactly. Colin, I am finished. I'm going to go dream dreams of Great. uh Paratha Alu. That when the spice hit and I was like, oh, this is what I've been looking for. This is the one. I felt like a Goldilocks where I'd found it just right. Oh, good. Mmm, marvelicious. I am going to give a recommendation before we head out. Oh, I would like for you to one. I would like for you to also go to a local restaurant and find yourself some paratha. Absolutely. Get, I mean, obviously get a full Absolutely. meal as well, you know. But at the very least, get some paratha. Do yourself a favor. You will love it. Absolutely. I actually think that I like it more than naan. Um, and I really like naan a lot. But like, I was like, oh, oh. When I was eating my meal, kind of, you know, like dipping and all that. Like I was like, oh, this is so good. Uh, yeah. Really, really dig it. Absolutely. Um, so go do that. Support your local uh, restaurants and businesses, uh, and tell them that Timeline Scavenger sent you. Actually, don't do that because if they if they hear them, they go, "I don't understand who the hell is that." Right? Uh, they'll have no context for this. But and then they'll start listening to the show. And they'll be true. like, "Oh my god, you pronounced all of the things wrong." Could you imagine if they're like, "It's Paratha," "It's it's," I don't know how you could change yeah, Kira, gear, but. Yeah, gear. Uh, it's it's Taika Mesala. You know, it's like things like that. Like they're like every single thing. Like this this the guy equivalent says. of like actually, it's Julia Roberts. Uh, no one pronounces mm-hmm. Julia Roberts' name correctly. Oh wow, uh, Elena's. That's so interesting oh, that you're Alanis saying Elena Morissette. Yeah, she's French Canadian. Uh, What's going on? Rion Morissette. And uh, with that. I'm all done for this episode, so as always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. Excelsior. Aisha. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.